is our house. This is episode 61. I'm here with David. Hey, hey. And Lewis. Welcome back, everybody. This is Bobby, and we're back. Uh, we're going to be talking about the LA versus Portland game that we just came from. Well, not came from, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it was the last game. <laughs> so, how did we look in this game, guys? I know there was a lot of... Uh, a lot of shit happening, that's for sure. Too yeah, many man, talking points so much here. Stuff. Okay, well, let's... let's <laughs> <laughs> I don't let's, even know where to begin. Let's start at the beginning. We should be, always begin at the beginning. Where is and that? Van Damme's red cars. No, actually, I wanted to, to talk to you guys about the the surprise in the starting lineup, which was the goalkeeper change. So Clement we're not going to talk about the game. We will at oh, some okay, point. Okay. Clement Diop starts for Brian Rowe. Uh, I think he's doing like lineup first and then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about lineup. Okay. The lineup. So Clement Diop comes in for, for Brian Rowe. I don't think Rowe is injured or. No, he's not. Anything. He just, I guess Anolfo wants to create um, competition in the goalkeeper. Uh, you shouldn't so, guess. Anolfo did say that. So Bobby, this looks like another year where we're just not going to trust Brian Rowe. See, I saw that in your notes, and I don't agree with that because, I mean, he was a pretty much starting keeper last year and the year before that. I mean, I understand that he's kind of the keeper up there because Kennedy, you know, didn't really uh, – Well, yeah, but if, but if you but, remember, I mean, but if you remember, Roe took us through the 2014 season, and we sure. all thought that Roe was a, a decent keeper. Yeah, and then, and then, and the then next he wasn't year, chosen – He wasn't chosen to at start. Star, at the starting season. And it was only because of Kennedy's being him. Yes, yes. injury that he – took the starting spot again. Yeah, you know what though? I yeah, you're right. But I mean that was around the time when there was like three keepers. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of here with I'm kind of in in the same um uh grassy area as Anolfo here. Like I think he should rotate keepers and get these guys actually getting some minutes. We shouldn't have just row up there and then, you know, uh D up being cold all the time. So I mean it's just the second game in the season. I don't uh completely agree with Bobby as far as just getting him minutes for the sake of getting him minutes. But I do agree with him uh, in saying that um, I have no problem with this. Um, I'm all for um, creating competition at any given position. I, mm -hmm. I've, I've even said that uh, under a Klinsman's tenure. Sure, but that has to happen naturally. This isn't... Uh, it, it doesn't happen because of, you know, the, the coaches creating the competition the competition has to happen naturally yes and well, no we don't know Diop, what's happening yeah, on yes the practice. And no. Diop, has, Diop has to push an to the point where he's like I, I would be stupid not to start this guy and to me it sounded like this is just an awful trying to manufacture that I'm not gonna go on a tangent I'm not gonna go on a tangent okay <laughs> just, just what you said right now well we'll talk about it in, um, after the Andorra's game <laughs> we'll <laughs> talk about it we'll talk about it um I get what you're saying uh, I, I do understand that it's you know it's up to the players to make the coaches' decisions a lot harder. That I I mean I, I do agree with, but I kind of have really no problem here, um, unless it's just for the sake of like like you said, if it's just for getting him minutes, I'm not sure there's a time to be experimenting like that. If that's really? the case, it's but, the but, second game I, and a lot of shit's happening to no, our no, team. No, it's no. time to fucking experiment, bro. Well, why why destabilize like an already unstable situation? Then is there is then are you destabilizing anything? If anything's not stable, no. It's just it's another. It's game. just another spot. It's just, <laughs> it's just another, another spot, spot to, to. Let's be fair. Was Diop horrible? 
Diop yeah. wasn't terrible. No. But, you know, Diop, Diop is risky. Do you think he, he starts risky. against uh, RSL next week? No, uh, I, no, I don't I, know about I, that. I, no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know okay. about that. That's kind of up in the air. That's that's 50-50, I okay. think. I just, don't because, think I, mean, I just don't think that Roe personally, did anything personally, to... I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, well, just talking about within the game, I think, you know, uh, on the first goal, you can see his position. His positioning was just... Wasn't as well as it wasn't as great okay, as, as it should I'll, be. I'll but, stop you right there. There but, is nothing the, he could do on that counter. Well, he should have kept. He should have kept. He should have kept his eye eye on the the the, the second attacker coming because the, he because the the first attacker already had a man on him. So instead of t- holding, no, he was already tight at, on he, that, he already po- had on the, the Valeri right already post, had just to Smith move over a little beaten. bit. So either Valeri kills you, or he kills you anyways by just. Dumping it off to a wide open, uh, you know, oncoming uh, uh, attacker. There's absolutely nothing Diop can do in that situation. Well, then beyond that point, too. Beyond that point, too. I don't think he made many mistakes throughout the game. Beyond that point, I mean, he did. I don't even think that was a mistake. That wasn't a mistake to me, and I thought he had a pretty solid game. Yeah. Do I think he's a a a lock for a starter next week? No, (laughs) but um, as far if Anolfo is being uh, truthful in. That's his reasoning for starting him, which you you never know nowadays. But if that's his reasoning, then you know he kind of made a case of like, okay, well, he he. Merits I have no idea of who's, who he's gonna he's gonna choose next yeah. game. Right? Yeah, it might be it might be the uh, uh, John Kempen. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think so. I don't think that Roe did anything to deserve not no. starting this game either. Also agree. So, I don't know. Uh, moving on. So, Gio. Let's talk about Gio. Mm. He, okay, he was bad in this game. Like, an abyss of, you know, anytime the ball got to him, the, the attack just dove into nothingness. He got sucked in by the black, the, the black hole. Um, apparently, he started the day uh, with a little bit of tightness in his hamstring. And he tweaked it pretty early on, and then I think was, it was dealing, midway through the first half. Yeah, uh, dealing dealing with yeah. it for pretty much the rest of that half. So uh, he, Kevin Baxter says that he's day to day, but another article came out today from uh, I think from Univision said that he is most likely going to be out for two to three weeks, which means he's going to miss the uh, Mexico World Cup qualifier. No, that sucks. Either way, it's another injury in in a season that's two games in, yeah. and we've got eight starters out. Yep. It, it's just ridiculous. It really is. I've never seen adversity the way it's been going on, well, let's just be honest, since the offseason. And <laughs> it's it's so absolutely frustrating I can't even imagine what the players and the coaches are feeling right now because I'm just like at, to the point where who can I blame? I can't. Well, there is no uh, one th- to blame. There's no one to right blame. Now. And honestly, guys, do you know what I feel like? And I'm sure an awful feel like feels the exact same way, if not, you know, worse. Is I, I feel like Joe Pesci from My Cousin Vinny. You know the scene where he's telling Marissa <laughs> Tomei all the shit that's happening. Like, what else can we pile on to this? piece of shit is there anything <laughs> else that you want to pile onto this is it possible 
That's exactly what's happening. I'm like, I have to deal. More. I got to deal with we no gotta worries. Got to I got to deal with suspensions. I got to deal with refs who are coming after my players for no fucking reason. Like, I got people going after my social media. I've got yep, all go. kinds of stuff going on. My career. What else can we pile on? <laughs> That's exactly what's kind of like on my head. Like, dude, what else can go <laughs> wrong? And it's going to happen. Well, now, now that you, now, I didn't want to bring it up now, but, um, you know, we, we're waiting for our first win. Right, but at the rate, and after after the first the win, game. after the first win, we're all supposed to get together and celebrate. But at the rate we're going, we're never gonna celebrate. Yeah, I know. Van Dam's biological clock is ticking like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and it's kind of weird because who's stepping up? The youths. <laughs> Well, they have to. They're the ones there. <laughs> I just broke David. This stuff is just writing itself. Did you say youths? <laughs> yeah, youths. Youths. Uh, oh, I'm God. sorry, David. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you and your PhD mind. Youths. Well, no, that's still kind of wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my just God. Just let it go. Just let it go. This is, this is so... Hey, youths. <laughs> hey, youths. Youths over there. So youths far, over here. So far, this is like... <laughs> My favorite podcast youth squad. ever. <laughs> I swear to God, none of that was scripted. Yeah, it really yeah, wasn't. Ten, oh, it really wasn't. Minutes. You know what? And that's how you're going to market this episode. What does uh, Lewis Kernolfa and Joe Pesci have in common? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. My cousin, my cousin Kurt. My cousin Kurt. Um, so... Let's so all keep let's on all talk about, about the game. It. Let's all talk about no, it. Keep on, keep Yellow, on about the game. Yellow Van Damme. Yellow Van Damme. Yes, uh, Van Damme gets a yellow for descent uh, after um, creating uh, no contact. Creating no contact and I, I, getting I the forget, foul. I forget who it was that he didn't make contact with. Um, the second one I know was a Chara. baby. Yeah. But who was the first? I, who was I, the first player? I, I don't remember that. Um, he got a yellow for descent, um, probably because he was yelling at the ref because. He didn't make contact. So if the ref doesn't blow that call, Yella doesn't get the, the yellow for descent. Now on the second one, sure, he lunged. And I, when I saw it live, it looked, it looked like a bad idea. He, he was already on a yellow, and he just kind of lunged at a player, albeit he didn't make contact, and Chara took a dive, but it was a bad idea to do that in the first place. Um, now the second yellow was for denying a clear goal scoring opportunity. And usually those are reserved for last man, but there were clearly other players yeah. between that, that, him that's, and, and uh, that, that, that is a BS excuse. I'm sorry. Cause I don't know exactly what the rule is here. I mean, do you have to make contact to stop the play from happening? I don't even understand that rule. Should I just allow you to keep going? <laughs> I mean, should I just allow you to, to get ahead? And yeah, he wasn't the last man. He wasn't anywhere near the penalty box. He's in the midfield. Right. All right. Nearly at the center circle. Nearly at the center circle. Yeah, exactly. So he had quite a ways to go. It's not a, uh, a clear goal scoring opportunity. Right. And if you take away the first, I mean, I get that the league is trying to cut down on this. He gave what? Uh, the, the ref a look like, are you kidding me? And that's, and that's what he got pinned for. Because it wasn't for the foul. If you take away that card, the second one is like the first yellow. 
And that would right. be it. Even if you were to agree that that, that should have been a, a, a cardable offense, which I really don't. I, the, the, the BS excuse that he's given us, I, I'm not buying it for one second. You saw a foul. That didn't exist. So at this point, um, I'm wondering if the disciplinary co- committee is going to retract the red card, which probably will no, not no. happen. If anything, um, if anything, they'll, they'll uh, suspend Chara for the dive. But the, the brilliant thing that Chara did was he, was he faked injury. Because yeah. he fell awkwardly when he dove. So he faked an injury. So it made it look... So in my book, this is a, a double suspension for Chara for, for uh, simulation and embellishment. Yep. But that's not going to happen. And it's not going to happen. Which that's goes... Happen. Boom. I, okay. Maybe the league is targeting us. I, I, I got I to gotta admit, last week I texted you guys because I was listening to Corner of the Galaxy. And Josh Gessman and Wendy were going off on... A lot of they went a li- they they went a little off the rails a little bit, um, but now I kind of see why. Um, Guessman said that there are conspiracy theories that out there that MLS is targeting the galaxy and like punishing them uh, unproportionately, which is actually kind of funny considering that for a long time people thought that MLS was doing the galaxy a favor, right. for changing yeah, all well, these no, no, rules no. in their but favor. But of course, other teams, other, other teams, teams fans that. say right. that about right. about us. Yes, our and now fans, we're crying. Our fans, fans yeah. are saying the. We've uh, said that about opposite. ourselves though too. Right. I I so. I, I think. Uh, I mean, sure. Galaxy have gotten a call or two, and 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 uh, you know, based on the name on our on our reputation, um, but. The idea that the disciplinary committee, wow, disciplinary committee, is purposely targeting Galaxy players, to me, last week, before this game, was absolutely freaking ridiculous. This week, I'm like, shit, maybe there's, maybe there's, there's, there's smoke there. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I don't think any fan... Is uh, is gonna disagree with uh, with you anymore, or anyone who's you know who's bringing up these conspiracy theories because it is a joke. E- even when Jermaine Jones got his suspension, I even had said I told you I put it as a joke. Like this is like that wasn't a foul. That was kind of a of a, a reputation call. The suspension afterward that was based on reputation. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like yeah, it's a hard foul. Yeah, it's from behind, but. I, and I know you're trying to like protect players, but I think if that's somebody else and not Jermaine Jones, who has a reputation of being aggressive and reckless, you would not have seen a, a, a one game suspension. I, I really believe that. I've seen worse tackles not get a, a a red card or a suspension after the fact. Yeah, to me, to me, the Jermaine Jones one I think can go either way. Yes, I I agree that there's a, a reputation call there. Or reputation decision happening there, but it could have gone either way. Sure, it was dangerous tackles from behind, like you said. Um, I saw way worse tackles over the weekend this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, way worse. And nothing has come up as far as uh, I a keep. Re- I keep refreshing the disciplinary committee page on the uh, MLS site. Uh, Ramon <laughs> Ramon Torres Ramon Torres kicked out an an, an opponent. Uh, Onyewu just. Yeah. Injured, purposely injured, uh, Giovinco. Giovinco. Um, it's it's a uh, you know it's 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 not. 
it's not just the Galaxy. It's not just Jermaine Jones. It's not just Nigel de Jong. Uh, there's lots of other players out there that do this. Um, but what I think sets up the the more dangerous precedent was the Romney suspension. The, simul- the, the embellishment suspension. Mm-hmm. Because again, how... That sets a dangerous precedent to to teams or to to players. Um, how many times are you gonna look at a player who may have gotten legitimately hurt and think that he's crying wolf? You have guys who are chronically crying wolf in this league. We had, uh, I think, we had a conversation about a year or two ago about this about diving, and we're talking about FIFA trying to get rid of it. Um, and I had mentioned if FIFA really wanted to get rid of diving and embellishment, they could do it. And one of the solutions is, is an automatic suspension. It's an automatic red card. So here's where I agree with the suspension. Did he, well, cause we all agree that it wasn't a penalty. We all agree. We got away with one. Okay. So he took a dive in the box and if the league wants to suspend him, okay, fine. Fair enough. But it has to be consistent the whole way through. Whether it's a penalty or some sort of ticky-tack in the midfield. Mm-hmm. If you want to abolish diving and embellishing, you're going to have to take that hard stance. And yeah, you're going to get some players who aren't crying wolf and got legitimately fouled and maybe hurt. But that's kind of the the uh, the eggs you have to make to, to, to make the omelet. Okay? Eventually, what happens is the player is going to fear they're going to get a red card, you know, unjustly. So what do they do? They do everything they can to stay on their feet. So in a way, I agree with it. But you have to be consistent across the board throughout the entire field. And that we know, is we difficult. know how consistent MLS can right, be. Exactly. So that's where I disagree with it because I know it's not happening. I know that's not happening for a fact. So... No, then in, in, in which case, I don't agree with the suspension for Romney. It is a horrible precedent. Unless I knew you were doing this consistently for every time you saw a dive, no matter what time, right. what point of the game, where on the field, how important it was to the team, you say it's a dive. Yeah. Boom. If it's a red was, card. Boom. If, you're suspended. And if the, all the players get scared where now they're all trying to stay on their feet, very good. You just got rid of diving. Yeah. I'm going to applaud you for that. But we know that's not happening. Right. If that's if if Romney was say, I don't know, Pescadito, yes, absolutely you should suspend him because <laughs> he has a history of of doing this, right? There's lots of players that have a history. Dave Romney is not one of those guys. I mean, I know we're talking about the last game, but still it 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 it, it affected this game, no, but it, it affected it, this it, game. Feed, it feeds into the whole conspiracy theory yeah, that we're talking yeah. about. So, it I mean, does. you know, it's 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 kind of ridiculous and it's stupid that they would have targeted him, but now I like I said all I did was watch highlights to yesterday and today of MLS games, so I didn't even get to mm-hmm. see the entire picture of the games, and I still yeah. saw cases where I went, "That would be a suspend, that would be a a disco uh, uh, embellishment call." Yeah. So I so we, nothing I happened to, them, to, to, to the Onyewu yeah. one, did it, Dave? Nothing no, happened on the Onyewu one. Not yet. Nothing yet. Because mm. that Onyewu one was bad. That was clear, but it was clear as day. And like, that the ref was called right, right in front off. of him. Yep. It should have yeah, been a red card right there and then. Yeah. No, yeah, totally. Uh, anyway, <laughs> getting back to our game. We haven't even talked about the game. Uh, <laughs> I, I, this is true. We, we have not even talked. Um, 
<laughs> so, look, the, the first half, Portland, they scored. They got us on a really, really, like, easy counterattack. I mean, it was brutal how easily they broke down that counter. Very I mean, quick. and and Smith was the only one back. Yeah, uh, yeah. Van Dam, Van Dam, and uh, and Garcia, and everybody was caught up field. Like you could see Garcia, like realizing what's happening and calling calling people back. Yeah, him and Jao were in like the worst area. Yeah. they were just ball watching, but they could not get anywhere near the ball. Right, was, but yeah, uh, but. You know, like Lewis was saying earlier, there was not really anything that Diop could have done uh, to stop that ball. Either either Valeri was going to take it or he was going to lay it off to Adi, which which is what happened. Chara. Sorry, Chara. Um, there was no stopping that. Uh, the, the team kind of fell apart from that moment. Uh, well, I mean, it was already falling apart. But well, got, I didn't think they played it got very, much worse. Uh, it well, got worse. Well, in the first beginning half minutes, was awful. Yeah, Husidjic was freaking ridiculously gross. I, I just I, every touch on the ball, he'd let that ball go. Ugh, I didn't mad. realize how, <laughs> I didn't realize he was playing because of how just terrible yeah. our midfield yeah. was. Yeah, I actually didn't even notice Husidjic. I didn't notice Dos Santos. Um, to some degree, I didn't notice uh, Jao Pedro, at least not for anything positive. So, yeah, Jao played ki- quite differently than the the opening game. Yeah. Well, he he's, didn't he, have Jermaine Jones next to him. Mm. He he was the defensive responsibility. He was the defensive responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you and you saw that he was struggling, and that's probably why Van Dam comes up so much because mm-hmm. he sees how badly Jao is struggling, and so he tries to go and make up for it, and then he gets you know he gets caught out for those two, those two stupid fouls. But, you know, the, the, the first team players really, really need to step it up. Gio needs to step it up. Jao needs, needs to, to step, step it up. up. Sure. I mean, I get that he's new to the league. He's got to get used to it. But, you know, that, that window is closing really, really fast. Yeah. I'm not going to defend uh, the starters too much here. I, and I'm not using this as an excuse either. But you got to remember that in the last three games and that's dating back to the uh, the last preseason game against portland we've used three completely different lineups because of injuries mm-hmm. or because of mm-hmm. suspensions mm-hmm. that's really hard to maintain a rhythm or build chemistry when you're constantly changing the lineup and it's not mm-hmm. an awful doing it okay it's no one's fault he, going into the season <laughs> his hand is being forced yeah, exactly yeah. going into the season he's being dealt kind of a a, a crap hand and mm-hmm. That hand is being changed, not by him. It's not his doing, and and they're making the hand worse. And he's got to make do with it. Yeah, you know. And here's where I kind of I, I'm going to be in the minority here, and I understand this, and I understand why. But when I hear people judging and blaming Anolfo for this, it's just really irritating to me, because I don't understand how you can judge a guy on, first of all, on two games and under these under these circumstances. He doesn't have his full squad. It's mm-hmm. not a coach's decision that he's putting in these players. And yet people are saying like, yeah, the, the, the season's already trash. And most of it is because of, oh, the lack of depth. Well, that depth is actually stepping up. 
we're mm-hmm. not losing by too much. We're, we're actually no, we're in not. the fight. If you're we telling playing me, better when we, we literally had Van eight Dad, starters which out. Which is crazy. We yeah. had we had Legette, Alessandrini, Joe mm-hmm. Pedro. Those are the three guys mm-hmm. at uh, by by halftime. Those are the three guys that are regular starters. That means you had yes. eight Galaxy Two players, and they outplayed Portland in the second half yep. with a man. Mm-hmm. Down. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now let me go back to the, the the question that David asked. I think it was last week or two weeks ago about if another coach was hired that wasn't an awful, and everything remained the same. What changes? Let me go ahead and elaborate and bring that up again. The narrative now changes. The attitude of the fan. I said that's what would change. It's the narrative now. If you put in an Oscar Pareja. Or a Miguel Herrera, which many people wanted. You know what they'd be saying? Wow, this guy was dealt a bad hand. What a horrible start. That's just like really messed up for him. I feel sorry for him. And we're not getting blown out. That's a testament of how good that coach is. Look at what Oscar Pereja is doing with those kids. Making them, you know, uh, bring bringing out the best and hanging in with one of the best offenses in all of mls imagine what will happen if we have all of our starters in mid-season we're going to be unstoppable yet here we are cursing anolfo as if like he was this is all his fault and he's garbage we're not i'm not yeah and i'm in the very small minority here but if you're gonna be saying that about the other coaches not about anolfo that's just unfair and if you're gonna tell me no i would say the same thing about another coach you're a goddamn liar just straight up you would not be saying that. You would be praising that coach like, oh, man, he's making do with what he got, and it's a bad hand. You're not saying that about an awful, and that bothers me. Because as of right now, yeah, we should probably giving him, be giving him a little bit more credit for the crappy hand that he's being dealt right now. Yeah. And a lot, of people, is. a lot of people will say that that crappy hand was because of the way that they shuffled the deck. But the injuries, I, you can't handle, you can't, you can't throw. No, but I'm talking about off season. I'm talking about He's talking about off season. And he's um, talking about, well, first off, AJ doesn't fix this problem. Second of no. all, the, the, the lack of depth, fine, whatever. But that depth, again, as I said, it's keeping us in the game. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones that are, that are, are playing better than the starters and they're staying within the game. They're fighting for it. They had a chance to tie this game up and they didn't. That's and and it's, it's it's unfortunate, but I mean, well, that's what's kind of like, like I said, that's what kind of bothers me is that the narrative would change. The only people who would say, no, I would still be saying the same thing is if you didn't want Pareja or Herrera in the coach, uh, coaching spot to begin with, which is what kind of what's happening with an all phone. Not a lot of people wanted him in there. So this is the way to criticize and bash him. And it's completely unfair at this point. If this is happening mid season, and he's still losing these very close games, then it's like, okay, this has happened one too many times. You probably should be winning these close games now. You should be going just that little, uh, you know, that much further to be winning these games. But after two games, it's just ridiculous at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm not an unlawful fan. I didn't want him as a coach. He wasn't my first choice. But I said, okay, let's give him a chance. And I've said it. I don't think he's going to get one with the fans. He certainly isn't getting one with the fans right now. So I know I'm in the minority in that. So what I want, what I wanted to, to reiterate from, from Lewis and something that I said last week is that 
the the effort that I saw from this team, especially from the young guys in the second half, um, have me. Uh, I think, what did I what did I say last week? I said uh, the the way the team played has me going. Hmm. Okay, you get one more week. So again, this is this is this is like a lot of the injuries on the on the team. We're we're going week week by week. For me, Anolfo is is he he started the the season for me with a zero balance, and he's right now he's living paycheck to paycheck with me. I get that some of the stuff that he's been dealt with, you know, maybe you know, oh crap, cable and rent were due on the same week. Shit, sorry, Anolfo. You should have planned for that. Um, you don't plan for eight guys going but, down at right, right, one right, time. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but right now he's the performance. Of, like I said, the performance of the team, the the fact that these guys do not quit has me going. Okay, I'm I'm gonna give them another week before I like you know completely go off off the deep end. Um, there were some things that were that really really bothered me. There was a play that happened in in the in the second half that was like the simplest freaking through ball of all time, and nobody read it. But to this me, is a young team; they have to learn these lessons. Yeah, and it's a it's a harsh way to learn these lessons, but they're gonna learn them. They're gonna, I have no doubt that they're gonna learn them. I thought the Jet played well. I thought Alessandrini was, was okay. But he was. I mean, he wasn't he, great. He's he, still getting he used made to the, this league. He, he made he made the effort to go into attack a bit more, and he but he was a little bit sloppy. I think yeah, that's also his. Though, but that's his I, fitness that's too. Fine. I think that's, that's his fitness. Yeah, that's he was fine. he was completely spent after about eighty minutes, maybe less. Yeah, he was. I, I but think he stayed he in the game. I think he could, he yeah. has to do more in the attack. I, I had said that this offense might run through him, and right now with especially in this past game, you had to figure that he had to step up, and he didn't. And uh, um, I was really disappointed with him because, as, uh, honestly, as soon as Emma came in, you can tell he made a difference, and he was pushing the envelope forward. It's I didn't fresh really legs see, that late in the minutes. I know, but yeah. I didn't see Alessandrini yeah. do on, that, dude. and he had more than yeah, ample was. time to, to. He was being to do quite it. aggressive throughout the game. I mean, he made bad choices. Again, that's he what I'm saying. Things wrong, I think it's a, an adjustment period for him. Yeah, for yeah. him and John Pedro, and, it's and, an and again with. It's a whole. It's kind of a new team out there too in the second half. It's just it's yeah. It's, it's, Again, it's, it, it goes back to that chemistry. Very and, difficult and yeah. to to read because this isn't what we should be having. Right. So it's so it's it's really hard to 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 pass judgment on Anolfo to pass judgment on the team on these last two games because it's just it's we're we're we're, we're we've been giving a, a shitty a shitty uh, deck of cards here. I, I think and, that I do want to say this is that. This team is going through so much adversity right now. And like I said, I don't remember any team, at least that I have followed, um, go through as much adversity as they have in the first two games with injuries and suspensions and everything else that's going on. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something. I <laughs> yeah. think they're handling it very well. well All that's things we, considered, well, I think they're handling team, it very well because something like strong. this brings a team together. Remember so who last knows, year? So who knows last year? in the midseason no, just, how they're going to look? Yeah, I think they look like a really good, good, strong team. They really hustle and they work for for each other. You can see yeah. that on the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then with Van Dam as the captain, you you get his personality and how he really wants to project uh, a unification in this team and how strong he wants everyone to feel within each other. Yeah. you can tell. You can you can feel it. 
Yeah, and it's just going to take time. It's going to take time. Um, Again, second two, game. Yeah, two, no reason three, to, to push the panic button right now. Three things, three players it, that I want to call out. Three players that I want to call out because they impressed me. Nathan Smith, I thought, played really well. He wasn't spectacular. He wasn't. He was a little lost at the beginning. He was a little but, lost at the beginning, but, you yeah. know, it's his first MLS game. Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Against uh, arguably the best front six in all of, of MLS, uh, they're not Atlanta. Portland is not Atlanta. <laughs> in the <laughs> snow, Portland is not in NYCFC. Slow down. We'll get there. Slow down. All right, all right, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, 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 I thought we'll Diallo. I thought when Diallo came in, he was. I was. Solid. I was, I was yeah, very yeah, impressed. I actually yeah. was impressed we, with Diallo. There was smells. Uh, all you around you with that owe one. Adam Serrano an apology, sir. Sorry, Adam. And and. And as much as we lament the fact that Rafa Garcia is our starting right back for MLS, dude. the dude, dude continues to run to a brick wall for this team. Yes, thank you. If Cordonoffo goes, Rafa, I need you to cut off your left hand and we'll win this game. He'll, he would not hesitate. He would do it. This guy bleeds blue and gold. And for me, that has, that has earned him, my respect. The way the hustle that I see from this guy... Has earned my respect. What he did in, I, in this I will game go as, is spectacular. Hold on, was spectacular. I will, yes, that yes, I will go as far <laughs> as to say that if the Riot Squad were to vote their Player of the Year today, it would be Rafa Garcia. Yep, I have to agree. That guy certainly just put on a performance that, I mean, it, it was spectacular in the sense that like what what he, not that he really stood out like a superstar. But, no, he did his job. But man, that guy just worked his <laughs> ass off for ninety yeah. minutes, and obviously everyone's going to be talking about that, you know, goal saving uh, save where he ran the length of the field to get there. Yeah. Um, well, he started out by slipping, and yeah. Legit chased down. Legit chased him down, and a lot Legit, of credit man. to Legit because he chased him down and 100%. delayed him just enough for to, to, to allow for Rafa, to, Garcia to, to, to go in to there and make and, yeah. that play. So, yeah. you know, I mean, the, the hustle on this team is just, it's great. And like what David said, that's encouraging. The fact that they're not giving up. Absolutely. The fact that they're going, oh, we got to go against, uh, we have uh, eight Galaxy 2 players. We have a B squad going up against Portland, down a man. Yeah, and we're not, and we're not feeling no inner conflicts like, no, with we the can players win this right game. now either. And again, this is, uh, again, I know I'm in the minority here, but this again is a testament to an awful. He's getting these guys to believe that, this is possible. Yeah. Yeah. You this guys can thing. win an MLS Cup. Nobody else yeah. outside of the organization believes that this team can win an MLS Cup. See, this but is he the has the, the, the team believing you guys can do this. And that's all that matters. It doesn't yeah. matter that we mm-hmm. believe that this team is garbage. It's if they believe this team is garbage when we have, is when we have a serious problem. Right. And I don't and think they believe that. that's what happened last year. I, I think that's yeah. what... Well, you know, unfortunately, what happened last year is that they thought that they should have been better than they were, but they didn't actually put in the work to do it. Right. This team is putting in the work and trying to prove the it's naysayers totally wrong. And yeah. there's a lot of them. And there's a lot. There's, you know, 10,000 of them, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, but seriously, like, this is the thing that I talked about last year. Uh, last year, when we were in our slump. Remember, I said... We just need that one game, that one just like grind it out, ugly, just get a garbage goal and just hold on for the rest of the game. This team, believe I believe that this team can actually make that happen. Whereas last year, with the big money guys on the team, I could I didn't see them digging. 
I don't. I didn't see them digging, and this team is uh, the team that is gonna, you know, be there for each other in the trenches. Yeah. This is the team that's gonna be a solid like. It's really. I mean, I it's know a, a lot of people. It's a very different dynamic, though, because of the DPs, different players. Yes, it's a very different. One hundred percent. And again, it's also the philosophy that's different. Yes. So I mean, it, it's really hard to to find positives in, in you know, starting zero and two. And I know a lot of people probably won't agree with us, but look, <laughs> you know, we're we're we're, we're over here. Ha, ha, what is it? The the glass half full over here. This is what this podcast yeah, for is. Real. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> it, it's, it's actually kind of kind of. Uh, Kind of interesting. Because this is how I feel too. I mean, since the last two games, I've, I mean, I've been watching some. When we're in trouble, Anolfo makes some tactical changes that keeps us quite solid. Yes. It doesn't. It doesn't make us aggressive or well. It does. He no. does make us aggressive, but it doesn't. But it does. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It, the, it doesn't come off well because we don't have attackers that do the job. Right. And even um, in the last game, like you can't even really point to that game and say like, Oh, that was the, that, you know, he made moves to make it solid because we were down a man. We were down a man. So yeah. But, but the tactical moves to hold that game and to actually start actually taking over that. And not, threatening. Yeah. We took and over. Threatening. Threatening. Being yes. Threatening. yes. Yes. So, I mean, we Damn were it, not people? again, <laughs> listen two, to us. Two games, two <laughs> games in a row where we were supposed to be run off the field and we weren't. Both games we could have won. Now the bad thing is, is that the results are win. what matter. <laughs> oh and two to start the season, both at home. That's not a good thing. It's never yeah. a good thing, and I understand that. Um, what was the, it like the, the first the, time? The, since the worrisome thing something? for me is, or the, at least the more worrisome, what worrisome thing for me is that two games at home, and you've only scored one goal, which is a penalty, which shouldn't have been uh, given. <laughs> That's what kind of has me worried. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I'm saying, like, all right, I can find a silver lining in all this garbage here, but that's something I really can't look away from because you should be putting the ball in the back of the net, especially at home. Um, yeah, you had your chances, and I know this is usually well, the one of the more, last things. I think it's more a, a, an idea of not only should we be putting the ball in the back of the net, we should be taking more shots. Well, We're not taking that many shots. Well, I had put the stats up last week in Dallas. We outshot them plenty, and we took the shots. It just didn't. I guess it just didn't seem that way. If I bring up the stats for this game, um, Portland took fourteen. We took thirteen. So we're right there. We're pretty even. Um, let me get to, to the rest of the stats. Um, passes completed: three forty-five or three thirty-eight. Possession: fifty-one point six to forty-eight point four. It's a pretty even game. Yeah. With a B squad and a man down. And a man down. And your best player down. Your and your best, yeah. yeah. And our captain best player. Again, and it, and it is a psychological, I mean, also a psychological disadvantage when something like that happens. Because you know it's BS. They could have easily been rattled. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. And they, they, and, and and they, they weren't. Came, they continued strong. They had 12 corners. So you know they were going forward. That's the thing they need to get way better this at is, their, you their know, set pieces. The set pieces, like, yes. Yeah. That, that's the another thing. Especially you so gotta shitty. you gotta get something on there. Especially My with God. the guys they have. They have Starris, they have Van Dam. Uh, McBean, they have Van Dam. McBean, yeah. yep. They have to get yeah, they have to get those set plays. Those yeah, yeah, so. they, they were horrible every single yeah. time. That, I was like, the, like I said, it's the scoring right now that, that's worrisome to me. But again, two games in, that rhythm is there, you know. Like, again, that, that rhythm and chemistry is just being messed around with with everything that has been going on. Usually, the finishing is uh, one of the last things to come by when the season starts. It's one of those last things to to gel. 
But when you have less goals in Minnesota, there might be a problem. <laughs> yeah, but we also but we also have less uh, goals against. Than yes, yes, significantly they less have, goals against. They have eleven right, in two weeks. I guess, but you kind of opened my eyes right there. <laughs> well, well, now, now I'm glad you brought them up. I'm glad you brought up Minnesota because now it's time for the MLS recap. MLS recap. I don't know if that's. I'm, done, I'm still playing with that. I'm still playing with no, the that's, song. No, that's pretty. It's it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still playing around. MLS like, recap coming at you. <laughs> MLS recap. No, <laughs> you're just better. No, MLS recap. No, I, I lost it. Okay, you don't even get to do it anymore. So MLS recap week two. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> if you were in LA, you didn't get to see many of them. <laughs> So, Chicago RSL. This has me hopeful, guys. This has me really hopeful. Chicago uh, wins 2-0. A really terrible mistake made by an RSL defender. He tipped the ball to uh, Nikolic, who was already in an offside position. But because the defender essentially passed it back to the goalie, it, it nullifies the... Uh, it nullifies the, um, the, the attacker from being offside... And they just, you know, they uh, the that dude scores uh, to set him off. Uh, Chicago could have easily won like five to six to zero, five or six to zero, <laughs> five, to uh, six five to six to zero, six to zero. <laughs> five or six to zero. Uh, Dax was dominant in the midfield for Chicago. Um, RSL looks really bad, you guys, and and we have them up next, so I'm I'm excited for that. At their home, though. So. Well, yeah, but you know we got Emma Boateng, so <laughs> yeah. we'll, talk, uh, we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it later. later. Uh, New York Red Bull, Colorado. Uh, New York Red Bull won one zero. It was an own goal by a Colorado defender. Um, yeah, that was a, a bummer. Yeah, just before the final whistle, uh, Colorado's uh, Azira takes out Mike Grella with a last scissor tackle. Uh, Grella recovered and essentially had the advantage, but then the ref calls back for a yellow. This is another like boneheaded like ref. What are you doing? This is, I mean, like seriously, that that if that guy was banned down, it would have been it would that would have been a uh, 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 second or third yellow card for Van Dam. <laughs> <laughs> they would have brought him back on the pitch to give him another red card. <laughs> Bring him out of here. Hey, get off Instagram. Come here, red card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did they did they give him any guff about that? No, no, no. no okay, didn't. good. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in, uh, penalties. Um, Philadelphia, Toronto, 2-2. Giovinco was injured by Nguccione. We, we already, uh, talked about that a little bit. There was a hit on him. Uh, yeah, essentially, yeah. Took him out, <laughs> broke his legs. Uh, not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> it was a, it's a, it's a bruise. It's being listed as a contusion, but he might be out for like two weeks. I've heard as far as, um, about a couple hours ago. According to the Toronto Star, he's actually the the injury's still in limbo, and that he yeah. he could be day to day. So well, I, I, I don't know. I mean that that seems weird though. Like yeah, it does day to day in limbo. Those don't mesh. Yeah, I don't know. Well, well, yeah. well, well, well neither does day to day or from day to two day. or three weeks. Uh, I guess I you don't know? know. Yeah, exactly. So you know, <laughs> he's day to day for the rest of the season. <laughs> Not tomorrow. Oh, Not man. today. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, Philadelphia went up, uh, and, uh, Toronto fought back and then went up, but then Philadelphia got a penalty kick. Uh, Altador, uh, went down in the box and took the penalty and, uh, Alejandro Padoya started some beef. 
in the uh, with his post game comments. Uh, you know, he mm-hmm. he was kind of saying it jokingly. He kind of said that, uh, oh yeah, you know, Josie goes down easily uh, in the box. Uh, he kind of said it laughing, but Josie took uh, took offense and uh, called him out on Twitter. Yeah, it says like, oh, that's how it is. I thought, you know, why don't you say that to my face or, you know, something along those lines. And uh, and Altador had to backtrack a little bit and be like, oh, yeah, yeah it's nothing but love, man, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> so there's there's beef there between uh, Altador and Bedoya, maybe. We just got to stop. T- we just got to start taking Twitters away from people. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, Montreal, Seattle. So this game I had uh, in our in our uh, prediction show, I called uh, for a, a, a draw in this game. Um, Montreal goes up 2-0, and it was basically the Nacho Piali show for much of the game until the last... Usually is. 10 or 12 minutes, and Seattle scores two and uh, and ties the game, 2-2. Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting. Um, Houston-Columbus. I don't know if it's Houston that's really good or Columbus that's really, really, really bad, bad, but Houston won 3-1. Uh, Columbus fell asleep in the first, in the first minute or the second minute, I think, uh, goalie under pressure, uh, plays a bad ball out and gives, uh, gives a Houston attacker easy goal. Um, Jonathan Mensa was, uh, from Columbus was sent off with just an absolutely horrifying tackle. This is one of those ones I look at in the disciplinary committee and go, he, that, that tackle deserves extra suspension. Uh, yeah. You know, if you really want to protect yeah. players, that's that's where it is. Uh, it looks like Kubo Torres is teaming up. Interesting. That's uh, one of the things that uh, I mentioned in my preview, that if uh, Kubo Torres can start scoring, then Houston might have a good year. Seems to be what's happening. 2-0. Sporting Kansas City versus FC Dallas. This one ended in a 0-0 draw, if you can believe it. I believe it. Both both teams had their chances. Uh, Coleman hit uh, or uh, Dallas's Coleman hits one off the post. Dwyer yeah, tries a... two bicycle kicks in this game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw the first attempt. You saw the first one. It was, uh, it was quite funny. Yeah, and uh, Sporting Kansas City's uh, Madrona and Blessing both had wide open shots where that they sent well over the bar. Based um, on the highlights, that one looked quite exciting. Yeah. Uh, San Jose, Vancouver, San Jose wins, comes from behind three to two over Vancouver. Wow. Again, San Jose falls asleep in the first or second minute and gives up an early goal. Uh, Vancouver goes up two zero and then, uh, their goalkeeper Osted gets a red card and then they fell apart. Uh, good, uh, San Jose's Godoy. I have to submit to you guys. Did you guys see the highlights? Yes. Yes. That was a golazo. Golazo. Golazo, bombazo, whatever you want to call it. Golazo. Some bombazo. Yeah, it's a golazo. Uh, NYCFC versus DC. NYCFC, or the Battle of the Baseball Diamonds. Uh, both teams play in baseball fields. <laughs> uh, NYCFC dominated and went up 4-0. So DC, boy, DC needs help. Uh, so does the Galaxy. All right, guys. <laughs> Minnesota United versus Atlanta United. A snowy game. The snow game. Uh, that wasn't a game, six man. Six to one. That was an execution. Six to one. Atlanta just 
They Hotlanta did not melt the snow, but goddamn, did they did they just just destroy they Minnesota? That. They just handled it. It was. Uh, it, I feel so bad for Minnesota. It, 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 so it was quick. just so horrible. Um, I when mean, is, they, when, they, is they scored... when is Minnesota play uh, RSL or <laughs> DC <laughs> or Columbus? Or the Galaxy. <laughs> no, we'll beat Minnesota. Yeah, we'll beat Minnesota. Uh, yeah, that that game was just. Uh, I mean, it started early too. Two minutes in. And Atlanta already, uh, you know, has <laughs> has a goal. Um, you would think, like, okay, you know, you got a bunch of South American players here. They're, they're not used to the snow. There's no I snow down there. And it just <laughs> did not matter. Um, yeah. no. I, I think it was Michael. Looking at those replays, it looked incredible. I don't remember if it was Michael Parkhurst or Greg Garza. They were asked about, you know, how are, how are the, you know, the players going to handle the weather. And they had said, like, I really wish that there was a camera when we arrived in the city to show like their faces. <laughs> but like how many of them would have seen snow for the first time that yeah, day? Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. That's well, actually true. That's not an exaggeration. That's true. Did, did no, I know. I'm <laughs> for real. Yeah, there was one dude that did not wear long sleeves and he like slid after his goal and he was like, ah, oh, crap, oh. crap, crap. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, Atlanta, I mean, obviously Minnesota is going to make them look a lot better, but, uh, yeah, Atlanta's. We looking, didn't expect uh, that really much good. better. You, you know, so for, you, for a second, compare, if for, you compare LA Galaxy to the the team that we're fielding, a bunch of USL players, and compare it to NASL's Minnesota United, you kind of have to flip the you know rearrange the uh, the the order there. I think USL's stronger than NASL. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, and then um, <laughs> and then. And then another uh, one more note: uh, New England versus um, Orlando. Orlando got canceled due to inclement weather. <laughs> sure, tell that to Minnesota and Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So uh, okay, so that was the uh, the MLS roundup recap. 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 MLS recap roundup. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just threw that in there, like just because you want to save yourself. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's let's uh, let's preview our game coming up next uh, this week. Uh, we play against RSL. Uh, we yeah. are lucky enough to have the owner of RSL on our team, Emma Boateng. <laughs> uh, he better be starting. Uh, what's, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what was funny is that uh, earlier today, uh, uh, Chris Tucker from the Riot Squadcast and uh, Jose and uh, and uh, and Bixby were all going back and forth with like oh oh and uh, and Madame Serrano, uh, we're going back and forth like oh what's our what's our projected lineup you know and and they were like putting up uh, their projected lineups and I was like wow really Nathan Smith plays one game and he's better than Rom like forget Romney Nathan Smith's the starter <laughs> uh, and and also. I think all of them put Jermaine Jones as uh, center back. The center back. And yeah. like two weeks ago when I was like, oh, I, Jermaine Jones can play center back. Those All, all those fuckers were like, you're crazy. <laughs> I think Madame Serrano was like, delete your account. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you guys are putting him on in there now. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I just thought that was funny. But uh, Lewis, do you want to go over our, our uh, disabled list and our suspended list for uh, for RSL? Do I have to? <laughs> Please do. Well, we know. <laughs> what that- else can we add to this list? <laughs> 
Is so, there anything else? So we know that Gio is out. Gio uh, is out. Yeah. Robbie Rogers is yeah. out. Robbie Rogers is out. Jazzy Zard is, is still Cole. out. Ashley yep. Cole, they, they said, has a chance out. to play, but I think he's out. He better Van be Damme out. Is I, out. I'd rather have him out well, right now. We'll get to suspensions in a second. Okay. Uh, who else? Uh, who else haven't I named? <laughs> um, um, no, I think that was it. That might have been it, right? For injuries, less than yeah. players. Well, last week, last game was eight <laughs> players. All right. So suspensions for this week is uh, obviously Yella Van Dam. And uh, Jenny Jeffries from the social media team, and <laughs> <laughs> and, and and most of her team. Uh, I I think that's an MLS decision, though. Uh, if you wanna if you wanna hear our thoughts on that, uh, check out our penalty show that's coming up uh, in in uh, probably tomorrow. Are is, are we finishing now? I think, yeah, I think yeah, so. I think we're that, finishing. I, I think, think that's that wraps, okay, that, okay. that might wrap yeah, that it up, a, unless you guys have more stuff. Uh, no, SCCL is happening right now. What's happening at, uh, what's happening in uh, SCCL? Uh, Tigres has officially beat Vancouver 2-0. That oh. game was played in Mexico. Uh, no away goal for Vancouver. Uh, next week is the uh, return game. Uh, they'll head up to Vancouver. Uh, they need, uh, well, they need two goals, at least, two goals, without at allowing least. one. Uh, so uh, they got a they got a little mountain to climb. Yeah, the big game right, is uh, tomorrow: Dallas versus Pachuca. That's gonna be a hell of a game. That's gonna be so much. Or fun. tonight, be, if yeah, you're listening to it good. right yeah. now, like right, so, it would right, be today. It could have right. it, it actually could have happened yesterday. I don't right. know. Yeah, right now. I mean, whoever uh, listens. Yeah, well, who, yeah. yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is LA is our house. This is episode sixty-one. I'm here with Lewis. I'll see you guys next weekend, next week. And David. Bye bye. And this is Bobby saying goodbye. Make sure you listen to our penalty show. We throw two episodes after this one goes out. All right, guys. Later. Thank you for listening to LA is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button and we'll see you in the next episode.